Hey y'all, it's your girl, the late Christian Bay. <laughs> so y'all know school is back in and we're gonna have to switch this time from 1 p.m. because I'm not just a Christian Bay, I'm a teacher Bay. And my kids, they are Bay Bay kids. Like they be driving me up the wall, okay? Up the wall. So today it'll be right now, which is like six o'clock right now. But moving forward, it's still going to be one o'clock. I'm just going to pre-record it, you know. I kind of like to record it the day of because I like the word to be like fresh. But we're going to make it work. Like, I'm not going to switch the time, y'all. We sticking with Mondays at one o'clock. They just not going to be as fresh like it is right now. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a Friday word or a Saturday word or a Sunday word. But nonetheless, it's going to be a word, okay? It's going to be a word, and that's just that on that. So today, y'all don't even got to grab y'all notebooks and pens. I mean, you can if you want to because that's just our routine, but you don't really have to because this word is quick and straight to the point, and it's not really a note-taking word. It's more so a mental processing word or a common sense word. Like I feel like what I have to share is something that you could just hear, process, and keep in the back of your mind. You don't have to write it down. It's just something for you to keep in the back of your mind. So it's coming from the book of Joshua and it's Joshua chapter two. And I'm going to read from verse one to verse seven. And it says, then Joshua secretly sent out two spies from the Israelite camp at Cassia Grove. He instructed them scout out the land on the other side of the Jordan River, especially around Jericho. So the two men sent out and came set out and came to the house of a prostitute named Rahab and stayed there that night. Y'all, why they chose the prostitute house to stay at? Okay, that's another question for another day. Because if y'all telling us they're a prostitute, I know y'all knew she was a prostitute. Make me think y'all two men was kind of up to something. Had, you know, some secret intentions. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all, of all the houses, y'all chose a prostitute house. Okay. All right, God's plan. I'm going to let y'all be great. God's plan. Verse 2 says, But someone told the king of Jericho, Someone, make me think that was one of the prostitutes' little fling, and he saw her trying to sneak in the two men, and he was like, I know she ain't trying me. So he went and told the king of Jericho, That's my story. I'm sticking with it. Y'all chose, first, y'all chose a prostitute house, and then someone magically told the king that y'all was there. It was one of her late night booty calls that told her that told the king that she had some people some unfamiliar men there he was probably like a regular and he's like who is these niggas that she trying to bring in like nobody don't see her and then the regular went and told the king of jericho you cannot tell me otherwise that is what happened all right but someone <clears throat> told the king of jericho some israelites have come here tonight to spy out the land how y'all know what they was doing? Okay, it's kind of like, you know, when like a new follower follow Bay on social media, it's just like within a couple of hours, you can know their whole background story. What school she go to, where she work, what type of car she drive, who she hang out with, if her friend got kids, if she got kids, who her ex is and why they broke up. Like in a matter of minutes, you're able to see who Bay is talking to and what they got going on. That's what happened with this guy. Like, y'all cannot tell me otherwise. How did he know they were there to scout out the land? He did his research. He, that's what he did. He did his research. 
So he told the king, some Israelites have come here tonight to spy out the land. So the king of Jericho sent orders to Rahab, bring out the men who have come into your house, for they have come here to spy out the whole land. Look at the king like he know for a fact that's what it was coming in for. Just gossiping like, oh, these people is messy. Okay, verse four, rehab, rehab. That's where they needed to go. The people in this store, that man, the, the regular, he needed rehab. I'm convinced he was addicted to rehab and that's why he was stalking her. Not only was he stalking her, he was stalking the two men that came into her house. Like I'm bothered at this point. You're a stalker like. Mariah Carey vibes. Like, why are you so obsessed with me? Anyways, verse four, Rahab had hit in the two men, but she replied, yes, the men were here earlier, bae, but I didn't know where they were from. Like, I don't even know them like that. For real. They left the town at dusk as the gates were about to close. I don't know where they went. If you hurry, you could probably catch up with them boys. Actually, she had taken them up to the roof and hidden them beneath bundles of flax she had laid out. So the king's men went looking for the spies along the road leading to the shallow crossings of the Jordan River. And as soon as the king's men had left, the gate of Jericho was shut. I bet the king's men did go. It's like your new nigga that's kind of feeling the way towards your ex. So like him and his boys, like, oh, if I ever see that nigga on the streets, you know, that's what was happening right here in this story. Like th that's what happened. I know for a fact I can picture it. I see it happening. That's what was happening. So when they was looking for them two men, they was looking for them like eagerly, like they had some passion behind that because, you know, they was at his woman house. So he felt the type of way. And when he felt type of way, his boys felt the type of way. So, you know, they was out sliding, trying to see where them boys went at. And then when they slid out the gate, the gate closed or whatever. So thank you for listening to my interpretation of what happened in this story. But as far as what the Lord has shown me, <laughs> What God showed me in this story and what the title of this podcast will be is Flawed Advantages. Flawed, F-L-A-W-E-D, Advantages. And what I mean by that is, in regards to the story, Rahab, Rahab was a prostitute. Clearly, everybody known that. They made it clear she was a prostitute. She let these two men that she didn't even know enter her house on the first night. Not one, sis, but two. She let them in. So she was a prostitute. But the flawed advantage, so that was a flaw of hers. The fact that she was a promiscuous, promiscuous woman was a flaw. But the advantage is that God used that flaw for his work, for his purpose, for his will. And another part that God showed me that this flaw of hers was used to his advantage was in verse two, when she said, um, not verse two, I'm sorry. It was in verse four, where she said, yeah, the men were here earlier, but I didn't know where they were from. They left the town at dusk as the gates were about to close. I don't know where they went. If you hurry, you can probably catch up with them. Now, nowhere in this first part of the story did it say that the two men said anything to her told her what to say gave her an excuse nowhere in the story did they help her come up with this logical excuse i didn't know them boys i don't know where they from and i don't know where they went rahab was able to come up with this excuse because rahab was a professional finesser 
And if you want to grab your notebook and write that down, write it down, sis. Rahab was a professional finesser. That's what a prostitute is. I'm going to use my words. I'm going to use my body to finesse you out of money. That's what they do. But in this story, Rahab did not need any help coming up with a story and a plan. I'm not only going to tell them they're not here. I'm going to tell them boys they went over there so they can go over there and give y'all time to escape. She came up with the whole point A, B, and C, and this is how it's going to play out because she's a prostitute, which is a professional finesser. And with God showing me that, what it shows me is that sometimes the world or people will label us as things and they think those things discredit us. They think those things write us off, but that's not the case because even our flaws, even our thorns, even the things that people talk about us about, if we give it to God, if it gets mixed up into God's will, it can be used for his good. Her finesse ways got them set free. They were out of there thanks to her. Not only that, it was a lie. What she said was a lie. She had them hidden upstairs and she lied to them. So that's also a flaw. That's also something that somebody can label as you're a liar and you have you thinking that you're written off and God can't use you because of that. But that's not true. Because if you take those prostitute ways, if you take those promiscuous ways, if you take those finesse ways, if you take those lying ways and you submit them to God, he can use them for his will. Now, don't don't think I'm saying that being a prostitute is fine. Don't think I'm saying that being a liar is fine because that's definitely not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is God will meet you where you are. Because at the end of the day, we're all imperfect. At the end of the day, we're all flawed humans. So what I mean by that is, yes, she was a prostitute. Yes, she was a finesser. Yes, she was a liar. But God still used her. God still gave her a purpose in this story. And what does that mean for me? What does that mean for you that's listening to this podcast? That means that you right now in all of your imperfect ways, God can still use you for his glory. God still has a place for you in his will. God still has a purpose for you in your life. Like right now, right where you are, flaws and all, he still has an advantage for you. He can still take you just as you are right now and use you. That doesn't mean that he won't begin to mold you and polish you and change you for the good. That doesn't mean that because he's definitely going to do that. But as of now, as of day one, he can use you just as you are. So like I said, this didn't need a notebook. You didn't need a notebook. You didn't need a pen for this episode because I just wanted it to be processed in your mind. I just wanted you to know that, yes, you have flaws and I have flaws and Rahab had flaws as well. But God uses our flaws to his advantage. He uses our flaws to his advantage. He uses our flaws for his purpose. So I pray that this short word is not a, I got points for y'all. Like, no, it's straight to the point. Like, and I feel like it's something that you can carry with you every single day and know that I'm going to get it wrong. Sometimes I'm going to fall short sometimes because we all do. We all do. And that's okay. Because if we continue to submit our shortcomings, if we continue to submit our flaws to God, he can use them 
Paul. Paul was a Christian killer. His name was Saul at first. He was a Christian killer. God used him. God used him. So I pray that this touched you guys. I pray that you really process it and like marinate on it and really think about everything that I just said. Think about the flaws and them being shown in this story, yet God still using her. Like really process that because sometimes the enemy tries to play on us and highlight our flaws and show us the different ways that we get it wrong. And sometimes we make us think that that makes us think that God can't use us or maybe we should just give up on our journey with God. But that's not true. Take those same flaws that the enemy is showing you that other people are calling out of you. Take those same flaws and take them to God and watch what he does with them. That's all I got to say. We straight to the point with it. Take them to God and watch what he does with them. All right, let's pray out. Father God, first and foremost, I I just want to thank you for blessing me with another day. I want to thank you for blessing me with every person that's listening to this podcast. Father God, I pray that this word penetrates down in their soul and plant seeds of positivity, plant seeds of purpose, Father God, plant seeds of pushing through doubt, Father God, plant seeds of pushing through disbelief, Father God. I pray that we continue to walk closer to you and walk in your direction with our flaws and all, Father God. I pray that when the enemy tries to attack our mind and tell us we're not worthy of coming after you, we're not worthy of seeking to you, we're not worthy of laying our life down because we're flawed, Father God, I pray that you rebuke those thoughts and send them back to hell where they came from, Father God. I pray that everyone's listening to this podcast is reminded that you love us flaws and all, that you can use us flaws and all, that your word says, come as you are, Father God, that you are God that meets us where we are, Father God. I pray that every person listening to this podcast knows that they are not their past, Father God. The day that they decide to make a change, Father God, that's the day that their life will change, Father God. I pray that everyone listening to this podcast is purpose-focused, Father God. I pray that they know that their flaws can be used to an advantage if they just submit it to you, your will, your hands, and your love, Father God. I thank you for the listeners. I thank you for this word. And I thank you for allowing us to sit in your presence and hear from you each and every day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. I pray this word touched y'all. I pray that you guys give me some feedback. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at the Christian Bay underscore. Follow my event page at Polish 144. Beach Blankets and Bibles is this weekend, the uneven exchange. I cannot wait to see you guys. Don't forget to check out some of the Christian Bay merch at thechristianbay.com. And I will be speaking to you guys next week. Like I said, y'all, if I, it's still, if I get a word, I'm coming on here. So if you get a surprise episode, you just get a surprise ep- episode. Like, don't be shocked because I'm still on that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm still on that, sis. Okay. <laughs> so it may be a surprise episode, but it's definitely going to be an episode next week, Monday at 1 p.m. It's going to be up 1 p.m. Okay. 1 p.m. That's final. I'll talk to y'all next week. Love y'all. Bye.